0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the Bigger Picture. Asian markets are off to a good start for the week, and we are coming off a positive session last Friday on Wall Street where we had some signs of robust. U.S. economic data despite all the previous rate hikes. So that's showing some resilience in the U.S. economy and putting markets on a good footing to start Monday. Let's check in Matt Taylor. Senior Director for Aftech Consulting on what lies ahead for investors to keep an eye out for. Morning, Matt. How are you doing today?
1: Morning, Ryan. Very well.
0: Hey, so let's uh, start things first with setting up markets in terms of what we can expect. And so far, we are looking at yields starting to ease up a bit after going to rather lofty levels in the past few days. And we are seeing markets closing for the first time for the week, positive for the first exactly. time in several weeks. So we've got a couple of things here easing yields, plus the two sessions in China kicking off over the weekend. So a lot for investors to watch out for.
1: Absolutely. So as you mentioned, markets in the United States closed higher on Friday. As we did see, some of those yields retreat from recent highs. And we had the major averages high by about 1%. The NASDAQ was up by almost 2% on those lower rates. So that's setting us up well for trade in Asia. Uh, this Monday morning, already the markets sort of uh, kicked off trade, moving to the upside. Now, the catalyst behind that bounce that we saw on Wall Street on Friday was the US 10-year yield dropping below the 4% level on Friday. And that 4% level has been a bit of an inflection point uh, for stocks uh, reaching above the 4% level, it's had negative implications for stocks. So the move below 4% uh, was welcomed and the major averages, uh, notching gains uh, for the first week in four. So the last three weeks, markets have been negative for the week, but we got a positive one last week. Uh, The Dow gaining by almost 2% for the week, as was the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq was up by about 2.6% for uh, the week in total. Uh, but it is going to be a very busy week. There are a number of key drivers for the markets to watch out for this week.
0: Yeah, a lot of drivers to watch out for, potential drivers as well. So we are looking at a couple of things in terms of data. We've got the U.S. non payrolls. We've got Jerome Powell in action as well. And of course, what's playing out in China?
1: Absolutely. Well, let's start with um, the United States and the big jobs report that's due out on Friday. We're expected to see uh, the economy create about 225,000 jobs over the most recent month. Uh, with the unemployment rate seen holding steady at 3.4%. Now, this is for the month of February. Uh, but it is interesting because it follows a blockbuster report that we got in the month of January, where more than 500,000 jobs were created, dashing some hopes of a more measured federal reserve going forward when it comes to the pace and the size of interest rate hikes in the United States. But we'll get a little bit more clarity on that. Um, Ahead of the release of those non-fund payrolls, the Fed Chair Jerome Powell will be testifying before Capitol Hill on Tuesday and Wednesday, where he'll likely give more clues uh, on where monetary policy is headed. If the central bank is seeing that inflation is, is coming off those uh, multi-decade highs that we've been seeing as well, but not only the United States, also a fair bit to uh, digest out of China as well. We will be getting trade data out of China this up uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, and for the first two months of the year, uh, they're combined uh, to take into account of course the Lunar New Year in of course the previous months, we're expected to see a, con- a continued contraction when it comes to uh, the trade picture. Uh, but will we start to see some kind of moderation in that contraction, given that lockdowns have been lifted in China and the country are really opening up over the last uh, month or so. And all of this coming, of course, as you mentioned, uh, lots of news out of China over the weekend uh, with that country setting its GDP target for around 5% for the year of 2023, which is, of course, uh, potentially slower than it has been in recent years. Uh, So markets will be uh, digesting that as well.
0: Yeah, that 5% target, not quite as high as what some investors were looking out for. And there's some expectations that we could see some selling on the back of that disappointment. And looking at what else is playing out across the region, you've got central banks in action. So this is going to see Australia tomorrow. And of course, a big one or interesting one to watch out for as well is BOJ, the Japan Central Bank on Friday.
1: Yeah, so start with Australia uh, out tomorrow the uh, Central Bank there the Reserve Bank of Australia is expected to hike by another twenty five basis points that will take the cash rate up to three point six percent and it will be the tenth consecutive rate hike to come out of the Reserve Bank in Australia. However, there are some complicating factors around this one. Uh, it will be closely watched because we also had a weaker than expected Q4 GDP or economic growth print last week in Australia, the economy grew in the fourth quarter by just 0.5%, uh, which was a much slower pace than the forecast rise of about 0.8%, suggesting some moderation in growth and that perhaps tighter monetary policy is working. Inflation, though, still remaining high in Australia at above 7%, so well outside what the Reserve Bank's expectation is or target band is, so we'll that slower growth number influence any decision out of the Reserve Bank. We'll have to wait out, wait until tomorrow to find out about that one. Elsewhere, the Bank of Japan, as you mentioned, meeting on Friday too. This will be interesting in light of the appointment of a new BOJ governor. This will be uh, the final meeting for the outgoing governor, Kuroda at the Bank of Japan and there is some potential for some kind of tweak or perhaps even surprise when it comes to policy settings we know of course that the Bank of Japan shifted its yield curve control at the end of last year which took many people by surprise so given that it is Governor Kuroda's final meeting might want to go out with a splash so we'll wait and see <laughs> on Friday. We'll
0: see if we get a bang in that meeting. Uh, we'll be Matt Taylor he is the Senior Director for FTI Consulting and he's been helping us to get a speed on what to look out for in the coming days for markets. Matt, thanks us always for your time, and we'll catch up again with you soon.
1: Thanks very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.